Welcome to the Full Spectrum Holistic Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to our podcast. I know that there are many, many podcasts out there for you to choose from, and I'm glad you are here. I am the host for the podcast, Dr. Anthony Burton. I am a Reiki master, an EFT therapist, meditation teacher, and a shamanic practitioner. Tune in to hear things that will inform you, help energize and balance you, and help you to be your very best, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Not only will you hear my own ideas and opinions, but occasionally I will have interviews with knowledgeable and interesting guests from a variety of areas of holistic and complementary health practices. Spectrum Holistic is a complementary health and wellness business located in Northwest Georgia, USA. Check out our website at www.spectrum-holistic.com for more information. Hi there. All right, today we're going to talk about meditation, specifically meditation in you. And uh, I apologize in advance for the rather coarse tone of my voice. I am suffering with pollen, and so that makes my voice sound a little rougher than usual. My apologies for that. Now, for a lot of people, when they think about meditation, they picture a bunch of people in saffron yellow robes sitting around with their legs crossed tailor fashion, their eyes closed, and humming to themselves. Of course, for some people, sitting in certain poses and repeating sounds or phrases is a part of meditation. But meditation is so much more than that. In a generic sense, meditation is essentially directing your mind's full and undivided attention to a specific thought, thing, process, or action. Perhaps it means holding one's gaze on an object such as a candle flame or a picture such as an icon, and focusing your thoughts on that object. Or it may mean sitting and repeating a sound or phrase, also called a mantra. But that sitting can be cross-legged on the floor, sitting on a cushion, sitting in a chair, or even lying down instead of sitting. And while I'm thinking about it, let me clear up a misconception. Meditation is not... Repeat, not, making your mind a blank slate, a still pool, a void, or any other illustrative example you may have heard to denote that the mind is empty of thoughts. That's crazy. The human mind is always thinking. When you are awake, you are thinking. You may be thinking of what you want for lunch, where you will go this weekend, how you can patch up that quarrel with your honey, where the money will come from to pay the rent this month, how you're going to get the boss off your back about that assignment you haven't finished yet. And honestly, you may be thinking about two or three things like this at once. And what about when you're asleep? (laughs) Then you think even more. Because the reins are off and your brain is running free. Things that you haven't worked through in the day, the theme of that last TV show you watched, worries about your relationship again. And you end up having a dream where you're in a hospital and the TV doctor is operating on you, but your spouse is there and telling him to cut off your life support. 
and you tell her that, hey, you can't die yet because you still have to finish that assignment that your boss gave you. Plus, there are all those hamburgers in the kitchen to cook. And all of that is thought, even if it's crazy thoughts. Even unconscious people have thoughts, and that's a well-known medical fact. And neurologists now understand that even when a person is in a coma or persistent vegetative state, that there is brain activity. They can measure brain activity to a finer degree now than 30 or 40 years ago, and it shows that even people in comas have thoughts going on. Now, I'm going a bit far afield there, but I want people to understand it is normal to have thoughts, even when you're meditating. In fact, it would be highly abnormal for anyone to have no thoughts whatsoever. They would probably be dead. So, as I said earlier, the point of meditation is to focus and direct your mind to a particular thing or thought or idea, not to wipe all thoughts from your mind. Also, you don't have to be perfectly still to meditate. Meditation can also take the form of movement. Some people do Tai Chi, a Chinese form of slow-moving, stylized martial arts exercise, as a moving meditation. Others may do some form of yoga, such as Hatha Yoga, as a type of meditation. Simply walking can be a form of moving meditation if one focuses on the process of walking instead of on the destination or the surroundings. Walking meditation is one of my favorites, but you must have a good, safe place to walk. If you are focused on each step as you take it, you don't want to be anywhere that you may step out into traffic or trip over something or fall into a hole. But what good is meditation anyway? What's the benefit of it? A traditional Zen master might say, there is no benefit. And that means that you should not really focus on a benefit, but rather keep your mind on the process, the meditation, rather than on any benefits. And the results, the benefits, will manifest anyway. Of course, as modern Westerners, we usually want a good reason to, quote, waste time sitting around and just breathing, as one person said to me. Okay, let's talk about the benefits of meditation then, since we want a justification for being healthier. And just so you know, I'm not spouting off my own half-baked ideas. The following information comes from Harvard University Medical School, University of California, Davis, and the Venerable Mayo Clinic. First benefit, meditation aids in concentration. By learning, even if it takes a bit of time, to be mindful of one task or thought at a time instead of our day-to-day -day mental multitasking, we acquire the ability to focus on what is needful at that point in time and actually become more efficient. Meditation improves memory. By learning that better focus through regular meditation, it is possible to increase our memory and mental clarity. And in turn, these benefits can aid in the fight against age-related memory loss and dementia. Meditation helps to fight depression. In fact, in a study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA, meditation was nearly as effective at fighting depression as pharmaceuticals, antidepressant drugs, and there are no side effects to meditation. 
Meditation can help you manage symptoms of insomnia, heart disease, cancer, and other problems. Why? Experts tell us it's simple. When you meditate, your heart rate slows down, your breathing slows and deepens, there's decreased oxygen consumption, and there's decreased carbon dioxide production. Your body slows down a bit, and it has the time to work on healing itself, rebuilding and revitalizing cells. Meditation can help you get better sleep. A regular meditation practice can shorten the time it takes to fall asleep, as well as improve the quality of your sleep once you get there. Meditation is known to reduce hypertension or high blood pressure. As you meditate, your blood pressure decreases. People who meditate regularly over time find that this reduction in blood pressure carries over even when they are not meditating. And this reduces strain on the heart and the blood vessels, helping to reduce the chance for further heart disease. And if all of those are not enough to make you at least consider meditation, I guess I need to give up. But that's not really like me. The three biggest objections to meditating, I hear, are 1. I don't have time to meditate. 2. Meditation wouldn't work for me. I just can't keep my mind from wandering. 3. I, I don't know how to meditate. Now, considering the potential benefits of meditation, it's really hard for me to give these too much weight. So here are my responses. Time? How much time do you need? Well, essentially, if you can carve out even 10 minutes in your day for meditation, that's a great start. If not 10, maybe 5. It can be right before you eat breakfast, while you are riding in your carpool to work, right before bed, while you're taking a bath, while you're waiting for your appointment with a doctor. In short, anywhere you have a few minutes where you can take a deep breath, relax, Close your eyes and focus on something that is not the frantic world around you. Once you get started and you've experienced meditation for a while, especially daily meditation, you should begin to see benefits that are convincing enough for you to find a little more time somewhere in your day. Maybe instead of one 10-minute session per day, you could find another 10 minutes every now and then and double up on meditating that day. Okay, now, let's talk about mental focus. First of all, don't worry about it. The human mind tends to wander naturally, especially today. We are accustomed to so many inputs and so many sensations, uh, trying to multitask, but if we sit quietly, our mind immediately starts trying to find something to do. We're made to feel guilty if we're not doing something. In meditation practice, this tendency of the mind to jump around from idea to idea and back is called the monkey mind, just as a monkey jumps from branch to branch within a tree. Even experienced meditators can be victims of monkey mind on occasion. I know it hits me. No matter how long they've been practicing meditation, if you're trying to meditate and that monkey jumps in there, the best thing to do is to acknowledge it. Yes, there's that thought. And then brush it aside and return your attention to your meditation. 
Imagine you're lying on your back at the beach, relaxed, and you're looking up at the sky, and a cloud drifts across your vision. You don't focus on the cloud. You simply say, oh, there's a cloud, and then you return to looking at the blue sky. There's no need to feel bad, no need to feel like you failed in meditating, whether you have one bout of monkey mind during your meditation or if the monkey shows up ten times. Over time, as you practice meditation, you will find a couple of things will happen. One, the monkey will show up less and less often. And two, it will be easier and easier to ignore and dismiss that monkey. Okay, what about a lack of knowledge? People say they don't know how to meditate. Or maybe how to start a meditation practice. Well, if that's your problem, don't despair. First of all, we're a very technologically oriented society. And there are free apps for computers, tablets, and smartphones that will help you get started on your meditation journey. Now, here are just three of them. Um, Insight Timer www.insighttimer.com. That's insight timer, one word, I-N-S-I-G-H-T-T-I-M-E-R. It's available for Apple and Android devices and even for your computer. Now, I use this one a great deal. Smiling Mind is at www.smilingmind, all one word, smilingmind.com. It is available for Apple and Android devices. Plum Village. HTTPS colon slash slash plumvillage.app. Now, I also use this app alternatively with Insight Timer. This app is absolutely free and is based upon the teachings and philosophy of Thich Nhat Hanh. It is available for Apple and Android now, Insight Timer and Smiling Mind both have free versions. And believe me, even the free versions are great. They have a lot of free meditations. Uh, they have timers and, and sounds and things that can help you with your meditation. And of course, if you want to pay the subscription fee for those, you can get expanded access and offerings. There are other apps available if you go out there and look for them. And the three that I just described are available in the Google Play Store and in the Apple App Store in addition to being available in other places. In addition, there are often meditation classes offered by places like yoga studios, community colleges, churches, and independent meditation teachers. Now, I'm one of those independent meditation teachers and I'm not trying to push my business right now, but just be aware that I do teach those classes. I've offered them in the past and I plan on offering more in the future. Now next, for those people, especially those who are new to meditation, I'd like to recommend a kind of meditation that I find to be particularly helpful, especially for beginners, but also for those who are experienced meditators. It's called guided meditation. Now essentially, a guided meditation consists of a person giving you instructions in a soft voice while you are in a calm, receptive state of mind. There are guided meditations for aiding in getting to sleep, for overcoming sadness, for energizing and motivating, for calming and relaxing, 
for facing and overcoming fears, and for many other purposes. Even those of us who have been meditating for a long time can benefit from guided meditations at times. If I've had a tense or frustrating day, I often make use of a guided meditation to help me achieve a restful sleep at night. Now, after the break, I will be providing a guided meditation for you to listen to as part of the podcast. So don't go away. Stay around. Enjoy the guided meditation. Feel free to download it to your phone or your computer, wherever you're listening to the podcast, so you can use it again if you like. This meditation is intended to help you start your day with positive, compassionate motivation. So much motivational writing is intended to motivate people to be competitive, to conquer. But motivation is not always about being number one. During the meditation, don't worry if you don't catch every word I say but rather focus on the spirit and intention of the words. As this is meant to be a morning meditation that starts your day, it is best done while you are sitting comfortably if possible, rather than lying down where you may have a tendency to drift back into sleep. Seat yourself comfortably with your hands lying in your lap, and both feet resting on the floor if possible. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in through your nose as you gently tilt your head back. Hold the breath for a couple of seconds and then allow your head to tilt forward as you slowly release the breath through your mouth. Again, Breathe in deeply as you tilt your head back. Hold the breath for a moment and release the breath as you move your head back forward, lowering your chin toward your chest. Straighten your neck and allow your head to sit comfortably upright as you continue to breathe in an even, natural rhythm. Envision light slowly forming all around you, like a softly glowing mist. The light becomes a comfortable white glow, almost tangible. As you breathe in, you can see in your mind's eye the white light entering into you, along with the air. It goes in through your nose, swirling around in your head, softly illuminating your mind and rinsing out any worries, anxieties, or negative thoughts and carrying them out as you exhale. Each breath brings in more of the white light and with each inhalation it passes deeper inside you, 
down through your throat, into your chest and around your heart, coursing out into your arms and fingers. And each time you exhale, your breath carries out the accumulated stale air and negative energy that may exist inside you. The light comes in, swirling around in your belly, illuminating you inside, down past your navel into your hips and sacral area, flowing comfortably into your legs and feet, and each breath out carries with it any negative energy, fears, or feelings of self-doubt that may linger. Finally, the white light you are bringing in with your breath moves down through your feet and connects you with the energy of the earth. Any anxieties, fears, doubts, or limiting beliefs you may have had are washed away in this flow of comforting white light. And now it is time to replace those things with thoughts and ideas that will help you through your day. As you continue to breathe in a slow, regular rhythm, repeat to yourself, either silently or loud, I choose to be a good person. I choose to care about others and myself. I choose not to let the doubts of others influence my self-confidence. I choose to make decisions that are good both for myself and for others. I know that my abilities are limited only by my beliefs. I choose to treat others fairly and with compassion. I choose to live in a way that is healthy. I choose to believe in my skills and abilities. I will face my fears with confidence and determination. I know I am unique and no one can take that from me. No one else can make me feel inferior. I know that I am here for a reason. I choose to believe that I was created to succeed. I will choose my path and what I become. I choose to love the person that I am. I will only allow positive self-talk to have a place 
in my life. I choose to have thoughts that are positive and full of joy. I choose to be calm and mindful. I realize it is okay to make mistakes. Mistakes are only stepping stones to success. I choose to be kind to myself even when I do make mistakes. I choose to let only my own values determine my worth. I choose to treat other beings with respect. I choose hope over fear. I choose to be positive. My only limits are the ones I set for myself. I choose to live a life made for joy. I choose to honor my commitments to myself and to others. I choose to allow my body to heal itself. I choose to be connected to spirit and to believe spirit is within me. I choose happiness. I choose to believe that I am enough and more than enough. Now continue breathing in your own natural rhythm. Feel the warm glow of the white light as it feels your entire being. Feel the energy flowing back and forth between you and the earth. Let that energy grow within you, empowering you for the day. You are powerful. You are beautiful. You are everything you need to be. You are enough and more than enough. Now, slowly allow your eyes to open. Take a deep breath. Exhale. and smile. The day before you is filled with opportunities and chances to grow. Namaste.